Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View where we celebrate every single day the, the men and women who are making coastal Mississippi such a great place to live work and play. Hey, listen, I was reading an article in Time Magazine this morning, actually, and I read a a quote from Alexei Navalny, who is the Russian opposition leader and lawyer and anti-corruption activist from Russia. And he wrote in Time Magazine this, he said this, however, the answer to the main question Putin poses how to stop an evil madman with an army, nuclear weapons, and membership in the UN Security Council is yet to be answered. And and we, and that is the rest of the civilized world, are the ones who must find the answer. You know, from the very beginning of this conflict, I have stood with Ukraine. With Ukraine. Um, I have learned uh, a lot about Ukraine. I'm sure that you have as well. I mean, I think all Americans are kind of taking it all in. Um, as it relates to coastal Mississippi, through my friendship with Laura Jackson, who we're going to come to in just a second, who's an independent missionary working in Ukraine, and uh, she's had she had an opportunity to leave, but she chose not to, and they've they've cobbled together this incredible network of people that they're they're engaging to help people in Ukraine. But through you through uh, learning what what Laurie has had to teach us and teach me in particular, you know I've learned that Ukrainians are a lot like coastal Mississippians. You know, they love their family. They love their friends. Uh, they have strong faith. Uh, they especially love their country. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's important what we've learned from, from her. I, and I have, uh, I will say that my belief in, in standing by Ukraine has only been bolstered by my relationship with Laurie. Um, you know, there has been an effort in America to politicize the Ukrainian Ukrainian effort, and uh, you know I'm very cognizant of those efforts. But I'm also thrilled that we've been able to get bipartisan effort to support Ukraine in its military efforts. And I, and I I have to say that you know you, as it, when it really really comes down to it, I think America has done a really good job of uh, of answering the call and standing with Ukraine. Um, there's no doubt that the, the, the war in Ukraine has had a, a significant impact on the global economic situation. And I, I came across this, uh, this, this phrase that I thought was, was really good. Someone said that, that we live in a shock-prone world. In other words, you know, the, the ripple effect of something like Ukraine and what's happening in Ukraine has really had this ripple effect, this incredible across-the-board impact in America, uh, excuse me, in the world. Um, and, and economically, you, you know the story by now. Um, the, the timing couldn't have been worse, incidentally, because we're coming out of the pandemic. We have these supply chain issues, all these issues that we're facing. And then, of course, we have this this war. And uh, it can't be this thing that happens in this faraway place. There, there are too many people that are being impacted. It is on European soil, and that's incredibly important. And uh, and as uh, as uh, as Navalny points out, this is a real opportunity. This is a moment where we've really got to define what the answer is as it relates to Russia and, and Putin. But I say the most important thing is this. 
that this has this the, the invasion of, of Ukraine has created a, a massive humanitarian crisis. I, I pay close attention to McKinsey. Uh, McKinsey, the consulting firm, has a tracker. Um, the, the you know this is uh, today, but these numbers could be different depending on what source you look at. But you're talking about somewhere in a vicinity of nearly six million refugees have fled Ukraine. Another nearly eight million have been displaced that have had to leave their homes and, and seek shelter elsewhere in the country. It's a humanitarian crisis we haven't seen since uh, the likes of in Europe since World War II. So, you know, at, you know, at, at the base, forget about the economic and the military and all these other issues, the support issue. At the end of the day, the number of families that are being impacted by this war, it's just devastating. And, um, and Laurie has helped because she's worked in this area for most of her life, working with families. She is uniquely positioned to talk more about it. And she's going to be joined today with Anna, who is a mother of two kids whose, whose husband is on the front the front line. Uh, Laurie will help us interpret uh, what what Anna has to say. But before we visit with with uh, with Anna, uh, let me welcome my friend Laurie back to Coastview. And just first of all, say you know hello, Laurie. How are you, my friend? Hey, thanks for having me back. Um, we're okay. Uh, every day has new challenges, um, but we keep pressing on in what the Lord has for us to do. So you have been, what's interesting about your post, and I've been closely, you, you will remind people why you refer to your effort as the ants. We'll, we'll come back to that in just a second. But uh, but what I've what I've really been impressed by is that you're how you're sort of turning on the dime based on what the current situation is, and it's always changing, isn't it, Laurie? Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Like I feel like every day there's something new, kind of like I said, um, new challenges, new like situations. Um, if in the beginning people were all going out of Ukraine, now there's a massive re-entry um, happening, um, and who knows, like tomorrow or next week, it could be back the other direction. Um, and also the things that are needed um, changes as different places are liberated or taken under control um, of the Russian army. So it just really depends on the day and what's happening. So let's 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 uh, let's help people understand this this group that you cobbled together. Sort of who are they and why do you call yourselves the ants? Um, okay, so basically it's just friends and friends of friends and friends of friends of friends. Um, and uh, what happened was when Kiev was attacked on February twenty fourth, um, uh, several of us uh, left and headed west and ended up in a hotel in western Ukraine. Um, there were four of us in the beginning, and um, and we decided to stay. The decision was, do we leave tomorrow or do we stay? Um, and we decided to stay. And once we decided to stay, we knew that there were other friends and family who who were wanting to leave or who needed help along the road. And so we said, what can we do? Um, and so we rented out this hotel. Um, and as people came, they said, what can we do? Um, and as they decided to help too, we've been able to do all sorts of different things. And it's just like so many connections throughout the country with, like I said, friends of friends of friends of family of friends and, um, and just being able to all be together and like ants scatter everywhere and do a lot of different things together. So it's it's like uh, like you wrote when you first initially put the ants together. When someone kicks an ant bed, the, the ants don't leave. What do they do? 
they start to rebuild. They start to rebuild. And what's interesting about this situation, I've, I've likened it a little bit to coastal Mississippi being ground zero, zero for the worst natural disaster in American history, Hurricane Katrina. But Hurricane Katrina came and went. And um, this war, it came and it's and it's and it goes on. And and now there are, there are, there are people who are saying that it could go on for a very long time. Let's hope that's not the case. But but what's what's amazing about your group is that you have proven something that is in the heart and soul of uh, Ukrainians that we in coastal Mississippi can relate to, and that is that you're incredibly resilient. There's a love for this country. And there's a love for independence and freedom, and it's manifesting itself in so many positive ways, isn't it? In the midst of all this negativity. Absolutely. So you spent a lot of time initially helping families find sort of their way, in, you know, out of the country, and uh, and as you pointed out, you were, you know, you, you ultimately got got some vans, and you were able to bring supplies to the defenders and all the work that you're doing there. How has it changed? How is the role the ants are playing today? How has it changed over, say, the course couple last few weeks? Um, well, in the beginning, we were sending a lot of things into Kiev because Kiev was where the majority of the attack was happening, um, and so also where most of our friends who were defenders were located at the time. Um, but now, thing and then as uh, cities were liberated, we were sending things into the different cities that had been liberated. Um, but now most of the fighting is happening further east again, and so now the trips are longer. Um, with uh, longer trips, it means you need more gas. Gas is very hard to come by in Ukraine right now. I know that prices are super high in the States, but prices aren't just high here, and they're higher than they are in the States, but you almost can't find it. Um, and so being able to keep our vans going has been an yeah. issue lately. <laughs> hey, Laura, what's interesting to me is that in, in America, um, I would say overall the news... Uh, coming out of out of uh, Ukraine has been well covered for the most part. I, you know, I would say that there are, there are a lot of American reporters that are scattered all over the country, and they're really working hard to capture the story. But if I'm inside of Ukraine, where do you get your news from? Is, has news continued to sort of happen the way it did before, or has it changed? Um, actually, in 2014, um, when the war actually first began, um, social media is where everybody got their news, um, especially uh, Twitter at that time um, was the main place that people would find out what was happening very quickly because to be able to react, you have to know what's happening right away. Um, and very similar now is that most of our news comes from social media or from friends sharing with friends sharing with friends. Wow. that's And you had pointed that out before, the network of friends and extended family and friends across the entire country is both uh, invigorating and heartbreaking at the same time. When we come back, we're going to we're going to introduce uh, uh, Laurie's friend Anna, who has two kids and a husband on the front line, and we're going to get her story. We'll be back after this. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Kosio. I have my friend Laurie Jackson, who is coming to us from Ukraine, uh, Western Ukraine. And uh, she has a friend with her, Anna, uh, who has two kids and uh, two, young, two young girls and a husband who is on the front line. And uh, why don't we start with this? Laurie, just tell us a little bit about Anna, and then I'll have some questions for her. So you met my really good friend, uh, Andre, um, several weeks ago. And um, he was actually drafted as well, but uh, Andre is uh, Anna's brother, and um, <laughs> so uh, so she came here shortly after he and his wife came um, with her husband and two girls. Wow! Uh, of course, I know uh, Andre made such an incredible impression on me, Anna. Uh, he's a software developer. I remember remember him well. And the, the the reality that he's had to go from being uh, you know an innovator, an entrepreneur, and now you know to fight it's uh, it's it's a it's a sad reality of the situation. So how how are you doing, Anna? Um, I'm okay. I'm try. I try to trust the Lord. Yes. And my friends who are here help me a whole lot. Yes. Uh, tell me about your daughters. Uh, I have two wonderful girls. Uh, the older one is 10. Her name is Adelina. And the younger one is two years old. And her name is Liliana. Wow. Uh, yeah. And usually they're very fun uh, and they like to communicate with people. Oh, so so what what was where what was life like for you before the war? Uh, before the war is separated into two sections for me. Первый момент это 2014 год. The first starts in 2014. My husband is from Adievki. И мы в 2014 году уехали в Киев. And so in 2014 we left there for Kyiv. But after the 14th, our, you can call it, uh, adventure began. So, so, Anna, how do you get through the day? What, what keeps you moving and hopeful about the future? My first motivation is that I have two girls and I have to take care of them. And probably this is the biggest motivation that keeps me pressing on to be able to move forward. Uh, and the other thing that helps is my faith in God. So, so are you able? Are the kids able to learn, Laurie? And are they able to continue to learn? Uh, uh, my older daughter, she studies. Uh, um, 
У нас в школе началось дистанционное обучение. When quarantine started because of COVID, uh, my older daughter, she started distance learning. И я ей помогала, и сейчас я тоже ей помогаю, потому что я учитель. I was helping her some, and I help her now too, because by profession I'm a teacher. Yeah. So are you able to be in touch with your husband? Сейчас, когда наши мурашки помогают ребятам там на фронте, мой муж иногда может видеозвонок даже пять минут делать. So because of some of the help that our aunts here have sent to the front lines, my husband's even been able to have video conversations with me here. Oh, that's that's that's. And for the girls, this is very important. Oh my gosh, I can only imagine. Hey, Anna, what would you want? What would you want Americans to know about you? Uh, I didn't know exactly. То что у нас есть, я не одна такая мама. I'm not just one mom in this situation. Есть мамы, у которых намного хуже. There are moms who are much worse off than I am right now. У меня сейчас есть друзья, которые помогают мне заботиться о моих девочках. I have friends who help me, who help take care of my girls. Есть очень много мам, которые лишились жилья и нету помощи. And there are so many moms who have left their homes and they don't have help. И они так же, как я, не знают, встретятся ли они с своими мужьями, братьями. And like me, they don't know. If they'll meet their husbands, their brothers again. God bless you. God bless you. We're we're out of time, but but Anna, you'll be around. And then when I check in with Laurie the next time, we'll come back together again. And Laurie, as I always say, we'll find we'll find ways to to continue to post how if someone wants to give directly to an effort that's making the difference, there's not a lot, there's no middleman involved in this whatsoever. The money that people would contribute would go directly to Laurie's effort there on the ground in um, in Ukraine. And, um, and I'm, I can't think of a more worthwhile way to connect. Um, God bless you too. And thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.